I'm Bethy Hungerford, and you're listening to Friends with Recipes, the podcast featuring your favorite people and their favorite recipes. Today's show brought us to Balham in South London, which is the home of today's guest, Holly DeCruz. Holly is best known for her work in hypnobirthing or calm birthing, and can be found on Instagram as the Yes Mum Mum. I arrived to Holly's house on a lovely October morning where Holly greeted us with a beautiful, full-term belly. Her son, Cosmo, is now a few months old. I got to hold him the other day, and he is absolutely gorgeous. Holly's home, like her personality, is colorful and fun, and I was thrilled to learn that Holly is just as obsessed about food as I am. It made for some delicious food chat. What are you making so today? I'm going you to haven't make, told me. No, I haven't, it. have I? No. I'm going to make old-fashioned spaghetti. Amazing. Yeah. What, so what does that mean? <laughs> what is old-fashioned spaghetti? So my maternal grandmother is Italian. Was okay. Italian. Amazing. And she used to make this when we were kids. And we didn't see her that often. But whenever we did, this is what she made. So it's like this nostalgic, it's like the ultimate comfort food. If I'm ill, this is what I want to eat. That's perfect. And it's just, it's a bit like an amatriciana. So okay. it's like pork, belly, mm-hmm. um, tomatoes, lots of garlic, black pepper, but cooked down. So it's That's not, the my tastiest. My mouth is watering. It is like, this would be my last meal. Would it? Yes, 100%. Yeah. It, wow. And my son loves it. It's one of those meals that just makes you feel better yeah and I remember like me and my brother sat on the worktop in my grandma's kitchen while she would make it so it's like oh that's perfect it's just full of memories yeah and this is my go-to meal is this your favorite recipe this is my favorite ever recipe that's perfect yeah okay yeah can I help yeah sure okay. or is that no do you need to do it yourself to make sure it's authentic <laughs> well like, I mean you can't watch anything I do because it is a very secret recipe well I'm gonna uh, you're gonna have to sit blog. outside <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, apart from like posting it on the blog and everything yeah. in the public. Um, other than that, it's a complete secret. Okay, I won't tell So you if that. you're listening to this, please plug your sh- ears. Yeah. So, pork belly slices. Okay. So those look like massive hunks of bacon to you. Yeah, yeah, they're kind of a lot thicker. So you can buy just a big piece of pork belly, but I tend to buy slices of it, like pre sliced yeah. pork belly. Um, and tomatoes. Garlic, black pepper. That's it. That's it. That's it. So there are hardly any ingredients. It's all about the cooking time. Is it fresh tomato or I used tin tomatoes. Okay. And my grandma used tin tomatoes. Yes. Yeah. My mum's cooked it, so my mum always used to cook this as well. And you can use fresh, but I actually prefer it with tinned. Because that's what you're used to. Because that's what that's yeah. my memory. Yeah. So, what we're gonna do? Do you want to slice the pork belly? I will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Happy to. Are you vegetarian? No. <laughs> you look at me in quite an alarmed way. Uh, I, um, I don't cook a lot of meat. Because... Okay, I'm going to cook. No, 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 no I'll no, do it, I'll no, do it, I'll no, do it. No, no, I'm going to do it. I eat meat. I prepared chicken this morning and it's... it's... Chick what, for breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had roast chicken for breakfast. <laughs> me too. <laughs> roast chicken and granola. Love, love that for breakfast. You know, that typical <laughs> That classic combo. British breakfast. Yeah. Chicken, No. It wasn't for breakfast. I put it to, um, not simmer, what's that word? Not saute, to... Stew? Marinade. Okay. In uh, the fridge all day in a sauce. Okay, fine. It's on my blog. <laughs> um, nice. It's honey, honey chicken 
So it, it's nice though because wow. I, I mix everything up in the morning. It's just garlic and honey and soy sauce. And then the chicken sits in it all day. Okay. And then come dinner time, you just put it all in the oven and it's... And a whole chicken, not like thighs, like this no, is the No, I do drumsticks because my oh, kids drumsticks. love okay, fine. drumsticks. But I was dealing with raw chicken this morning and it's not my favorite thing to do. But now I feel bad because... No, no, just let the really heavily pregnant women do it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind. I'm not tired. It's fine. <laughs> what can I do that's, that's You not... should sit down. You should oh, rest. <laughs> Um, I'll tell you what you can do. You can yes. put some olive oil in the pan. Would love to. Shall we turn yes. this on too? Yes. So it's medium. That one. And you have to press that at the same time. That yeah. or more? No, that's good. Yeah. And then just whack. I've put a good glug in. Um, we are slightly running out of olive oil. Yeah, there's another one. Okay. All the way from Puglia. Over there. Ooh. Oh, because you guys were just there, weren't you? Yes. Oh, I love Italy. So your grandma... Yeah. Ugh. So my... Okay. It's a good sound effect. Yeah. Oops. Like that? More? Yeah. That's, that's a good amount. That's okay. a good amount. Good, because I can't really take any out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need to clean that. Yeah. Okay, olive oil is in the pot. So you, the flavour of this dish all comes from the fat of the meat. Nice. So, so you can't cut it off? No. So if you don't like fat, like just don't eat this dish because yeah. it will be wasted on you. <laughs> well, I so you know some feel like you can't eat pork belly without eating. No. Like but you know how some people are like, oh, no, I don't. I like meat, but I don't like fatty meat. So yeah. well, this is this is fatty meat. Yeah. But it's it but tastes really good. But that's what makes it delicious. So when my mum makes this, she does half pork belly and then she does half beef fillet. Mm. So she doesn't like as much fat. So she does half and half and mm -hmm. then you still get the flavor from the belly yeah but it's a bit healthier that way it's a bit leaner a bit yeah healthier um so hold on you were telling me that your grandma is from so my grandma was italian yeah and it was like one of i don't know 10 11 12 you know mm. big roman catholic italian families yeah um let me just wash my hands and then her I don't know if it was her parents or her parents' parents. They were one of the first Italian families to bring ice cream to the UK. They really? came over with a, like a cart and they made Italian ice cream. And they ha we have this picture, oh, I should have got it out really, um, of them with their ice cream van, ice, little ice cream car. So that was their business? Yeah, was Chironi's ice cream. Say it again? Chironi's ice Chironi's cream. ice cream. Mm -hmm. And is that still? No. Um, but then my grandma married an oh Englishman. That already smells good. Can I grab one yes. of these? This? You can give it a mix. Mm. That already mm. smells oh, really good. nice. So we basically want this to get to brown, but also yeah. to get sticky. Mm -hmm. So we want it to get almost a little bit burnt, like a little bit black yeah. on. Here, I'll put you in charge. A bit gooey. So we're just gonna let that cook. You know, it's funny because I've really gone off meat being pregnant. Really? Yeah. See, I always went on meat when Did I was you? pregnant. Really? Yeah, because I don't eat a lot Isn't of meat generally. But then when I was pregnant, I would I would just crave protein. Meat. Yeah. It's an iron thing, isn't it? Normally. Yeah, I always had an iron deficiency. So you've gone off. Well, I've kind of gone off everything. I've like I I love food so much. Yeah. I love food. I think. When I'm eating breakfast, I think about lunch, like I'm one yes. of those. Yes, me too. And when, you know, when people say, 
If you say, like, what's your favourite food? They're like, oh, not fussed, really. It's like, yeah. what? How what do you can mean? You say that? Okay, so what is your favourite food? Well, this is my favourite food. <laughs> I love seafood. Okay. I love, like, oysters, lobsters, yes. scallops, cockles. I love. How, what is a cockle? What is a cockle? You've never had cockles. Have you really never had cockles? Is that the, like, spiky thing? No, they're, like, really little... What 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 would you say the equivalent of a cockle is? Uh, I don't know, like oh clam? Kind of a bit clammy. A bit, a clammy. bit clammy. Okay. Yeah. And so where I grew up in Essex, mm-hmm. and my grandparents used to take us to Southend every weekend for and we just used to go to the seafood shacks and just get these polystyrene tubs of like seafood to eat. It's amazing. Just on the on the shore. Yeah, on like the sea fresh front. out of the water. Yeah. In polystyrene cups with white pepper and vinegar. Ooh, and that just, sounds amazing. I mean, that's, that, that's, I kind of love seafood. That made my mouth water. Yeah, really good. So um, it's kind of clammy, a, a cockle. A cockle, yeah, cockles are so, and cockle they're really cheap. Cockles are really cheap. Cockle, what's the saying about a cockle? Oh, it warms the cockle, cockles of my heart? Yeah, I wonder if that comes from actual cockles. That's, yeah, that's my only uh, reference to cockles. Cockle reference. <laughs> love that um so yeah that's so i love pasta and i love seafood yeah so Um, i was just in paris and i had fresh um oysters and they gave me (laughs) they gave me diarrhea but they were delicious it's worth it then it it was worth every bite yeah and it was paris so we had it with a um glass of wine glass of wine at like 11 in the morning that's so good. Oh my gosh, it was, it was one of those meals where we were just perched. I went with my friend Emily and we were just perched at these tables outside at this market eating oysters on the half shell that they had just brought in that morning. And it was one of those meals where every bite I was yeah, like, just savoring. Oh. <laughs> but it's such, like those flavors, they so just like good. light you up, don't they? So when you eat uh, an oyster, mm. Do you drink the juice as well? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and I don't like anything with it, like all the little shallot vinegars and stuff. Like, just give it to me. Just open it. Really? Give it to me, yeah. So that's how we ate them in Paris. It was just... Just plain. Just plain. They don't need anything. They but I love like a bit sea. of Tabasco on it. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't mind the vinegar and shallots thing. I don't mind it, but I think I, I prefer it au naturel. Yeah. Because in Paris, nobody was drinking the juice. Really? Yeah. And maybe it was just the people who happened to be there. Yeah. But my friend Emily, no. who lives there, she didn't either. She, you know, kind of loosened yeah, it, it up, up and then took it out with a fork and ate it. And As a kid, I used to, like, lick the shells. Yeah. And I remember my granddad driving across to France to get crates of oysters and bringing them back. And then he would sit. So I loved oysters from when I was, like, three. Like, I love oysters so much. Um, because you can't give them to kids now. People freak out. Yeah, but people I put freak a, out about everything, don't well, they? Well, that's true. I put a picture up on Instagram of my daughter having an oyster, and people yeah. were like, you're going to kill her! <laughs> and I took it down. I Sorry. think she'll be fine. Yeah, she was fine. That was like <laughs> five years ago. <laughs> um, and then we used to sit in our back garden, and my granddad would just, like, shell oysters, oh and me and my brother would just eat them. So we, we kind of had... Like, now my son is quite fussy, although he does, like, seafood. Um... But I think my mum never used to really make kiddie food. Yeah. We would just eat what my mum was cooking. And my mum mm. was a good cook and 
liked cooking and cooked a lot. And we kind of didn't get a choice. Like if we didn't eat it, it was like, that's it. Well, that's dinner. So, yeah. so we kind of just got used to eating it. Whereas now I kind of pander to my son. I'm like, what do you want for tea? Yeah. Oh, if you haven't eaten that, I'll cook you something else. It's like, why am I doing this? I'm just making my own life really <laughs> difficult. But I was reading a, um, an interview, I think it was on your website, mm -hmm. uh, where you said that you eat with your son every night. Yeah, I do. So I, I really like eating early. Yeah. Especially since being pregnant. So mm -hmm. I can't eat late. Otherwise, I get terrible heartburn. Yeah. Um, but I always remember, as a kid, dinner times being really sociable. Like, my mum mm -hmm. would sit and eat with us and we'd chat about the day. Yeah. And I think that's a really nice thing. Like, rather than sitting them down to eat and then you're kind of yeah. doing other stuff. And I do find Oscar eats better if I'm sat with him. Mm -hmm. And we're, like, chatting. But it's less of a chore for him. Yeah. I, think, I think for him, generally, eating feels like a chore. So he's really? really yeah. So, so does he not love food? No, not really. He's not a foodie, really. He would rather be... He's football obsessed. Okay. And he would always be rather be playing football than doing basically anything else. Anything. So, so for him, having to sit down and eat is a chore that yeah. is getting in the way of him playing football. That's totally Oscar. Like, I've never in my life heard Oscar say he's hungry, ever. Really? He, he's just not, he's does just he not seem, into food. Does he seem to enjoy food at all? Does he have... He loves like he loves pizza. Mm -hmm. He loves this dish, mm -hmm. and he loves like he loves when we go to Norfolk or somewhere, sitting with a pot of cockles or like sitting with food and eating. Yeah. But sitting down for a meal is not his bag. Yeah. He's just it's a chore. That's so interesting. So I have found that if I sit like with him, it's less of a chore. Yeah. Because that's me, my favorite part oh, of the day. Me too. <laughs> if I could just be sat at my kitchen table yes. constantly eating. Yeah, I'm, I'd be happy as a cockerel. Yeah. <laughs> so look, the pan's going a bit brown. Perfect. And that's what we want. So, and then you'll deglaze that. Yeah, exactly. That looks delicious. So there's a it lot. Good. It smells amazing. So there's a lot of fat in there. Yeah, lots of fat. That's kind of what gives you that amazing smell. And that will melt a bit, or does it? It stay just goes really fatty? sticky. Okay. So it will harden up. It won't be kind of jellyish in the, in the sauce. Yeah. So it will go a bit hard and sticky, like pork belly. Yeah. Oh, so good. I love pork belly. And it will just flavour the tomatoes yeah. really nicely. And then you put that over pasta? So I do it with, always do it with spaghetti. Yeah. Um, and ideally, when I've done the sauce and cooked the pasta, I will let the pasta sit in the sauce for like another half an hour. Yeah. To let all the sauce soak into the pasta. Because so often food is better the next day, isn't it? Oh my God, this just... is this gets better and better yeah. the longer you leave it. It's so good. Oh. Before it gives you food poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a fine line. Yeah. <laughs> With everything, really. But it's not, it's, a, it's quite a dry sauce. Okay. Okay, so... That's not what I was picturing. Yeah, no, it's, you kind of really want to coat the spaghetti with the sauce. So there shouldn't be a lot of excess sauce with, okay. with the dish. Yeah. It's, it's all quite dry. So I wanted to get back to your grandma and yes. grandpa. Yes, so they, So they came to the UK... So my grandma was born in the UK. Okay. But, but her, her family her is Her family from... Is, is from Italian. Uh, they're Italian, but they came from Italy. Um, but she was born here. Okay. Um, and then she married an English man, my grandfather. Okay. Um, and they had a sweet shop. And ice cream? No, no, no. So this is my grandma and granddad. 
So okay. they didn't have the ice cream. It was there. It was there. It was her the, kind of grandparents her, okay. that okay. came so over. So she kind of was carrying on the family business. Kind, well, kind of, kind yeah. They kind fun, of, yummy yeah. food. Yeah, exactly. So they, they bought a sweet shop and they ran that. And then they had my mum's sister, who's actually 10 years older than her. So they had two girls. Your mum's sister, okay. So my aunt, they had first. And then 10 years later, they had my mum. Ah, so quite a big age gap. Yeah. And so my mum basically grew up in a sweet shop. That's amazing. Then interestingly, my mum was a dental nurse and never let me and my brother have sweets ever. So like, now do you love sweets? Um, do I love sweets? I love really painfully sour sweets. Oh, that, They're like the only sweets I like. I'm not That's big, funny. I don't have a massive sweet tooth. I don't, so it kind of worked? Yeah, not for my brother. He's got a really, he's kind of, he just had a tooth out. He's, oh no. He went the other way, he rebelled. Yeah. <laughs> Look how brown and sticky it's going. That's going And the pan, amazing. so because the tomatoes will sit in the pan oh. on all this like brown loveliness. It's funny that um, the fat almost looks like scallops. Like yeah, brown it does, scallops. It? Yeah. Well, pork and scallops, they're like Ooh, that's a perfect yummy. combination, aren't they? Let's do that Maybe next. we should throw three scallops in. Yeah. <laughs> do you say goes. scallops or scallops? Scallops. Do you? Is that American or is that just a preference? Or is that just Bethy? Yeah, <laughs> I'm never sure. Scallops is how an American would say it. Is it? If I were speaking to an American and I said, ooh, I'd really love some scallops for lunch. Yeah, they think, wow. They would she? make fun of me. <laughs> yeah. So when I talk to an American, I really try to turn on my American accent. Yeah. And if I'm just not thinking about it, then I kind of use a slight mix of, of the two. Of the two. Yeah. yeah. Your own kind of pigeon version. Yeah. So now that that is kind of nice and brown, I'm going to turn it off the heat. Yep. And then I'm just going to let it stop sizzling. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to add garlic. Mm. And we're going to let the garlic just sit in the warm oil. So that, that the pork amazing. starts to absorb the garlic. Yeah. Um, and that's... So we put oil in there, but that, there's also some... Well, it's also the juice of the, the pork belly. Yeah. I guess. That it kind of mixes really together. Now I see, and I love this. Oh. I love that you do this. I just... I do the same with onions. So I buy... Yeah. diced onions and I buy chopped garlic yeah. because it just makes life easier. Can I open this one yes, up? Yes, please. It smells slightly vinegary. Mm. Well, I guess it's kind of, yeah, in kind of juice, isn't it? Okay, but it has the same effect. Exactly. I once made um, pumpkin pie, which is an American thing. But I, I want to hear about pumpkin pie. Do you? You can tell me about that in a minute. Go well, on. I, so everybody makes it from tinned pumpkin puree. Okay. And I once was like getting into cooking and I was like, I'm going to make it from an actual pumpkin. Fresh. I'm just going to do the whole thing. Yeah. And I spent all day like roasting pumpkins and scraping it yeah. and pureeing it and getting it all perfect. Oh and then you make the pie. Yeah. It tasted exactly the same. If so anything, the, the tinned version was better yeah. because it was smoother and yes, just nicer. Yeah, yeah. So I will never again. But you know now. You <laughs> but know. now I know. And that's important. Same with this sort of thing, the pre-chopped so. veg. If it has the same effect, why wouldn't you go well, it's the like easy onions. route? I hate, like I would be put off cooking something if I have to chop onions up. Yeah. And I know that's ridiculously lazy. Well, that's how I feel about meat. I will, I will pay extra yeah. to have them cut it for me yeah. so that I don't have to. Yeah. And I think if it makes you more inclined to cook. Yes. And if you're going to enjoy it more. Yeah. Totally. Do it. So I'm going to put in like a teaspoon 
actually, let's just put in one and a half teaspoons of chopped garlic. So I like it really garlicky. Like, that's probably four, I'd say four or five cloves. Um, oh, it smells so good. Because you don't want the garlic to burn. Yeah. I hate burnt garlic. Yeah. Do you like ground? Garlic? Not really. So the heat is off. It's, so the heat is off, but just, the, obviously the oil is warm. So yeah. the garlic's just going to sizzle around the pork. So mix it all in. You want to kind of, you want the pork to be kind of coated in the garlic. Yeah. Oh, how good does that smell? It smells amazing. That just smells like my childhood. Oh. <laughs> I love this meal, this dish so much. So I, I wanted... know what I was going to say about baby dead weaning. Oh yeah, tell me. So for this baby, I'm going to do baby led weaning yeah. rather than purees because Oscar, I think that's part, he wasn't in control of his food and mm -hmm. I think actually if you empower them to make food choices and choose what they like and pick it up and feel mm -hmm. it and it becomes more of an experience rather yeah. than just something that's fueling them. Right. I think that's nicer. Yeah. So I'm going to give that a go. It always terrified me because it's not... The whole least, choking thing. Yeah. When mm. I lived in America, it could be different now because I've been here for seven and a half years, but... When, we, when I was in America, I'd never even heard of baby lead weaning. Yeah. And it wasn't until we moved here and everyone was talking about yeah, how they were doing trendy, it. Yeah, it was quite trendy, wasn't it? Yeah. And, and I, read in, I read up on it yeah. and I was like, terrified. Yeah. Because you are just literally giving them whatever you're, like pieces of yeah. whatever you're cooking. So what, what is your plan? Like what have you read and what, what are your thoughts on how it best I, works? I don't know. I kind of... I don't want to do the whole like baby rice and cooking up things and then pureeing them. Pu yeah. It's purely a time thing mm -hmm. as well, you know. A, the time of having to prepare food like that. Yeah. And B, um, I think, I really want my child to enjoy food. Mm -hmm. I don't want it to be a chore. I want it to be something that's like really savoured. And I think if they're handling the food and being like it's more part of more of an experience for them. Yeah. Maybe they're more likely to enjoy it. Yeah. Don't that's know. the hope. I guess it's an experiment. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see which one likes food more. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then you'll have a third. And then and I'll, whatever I'll works theory. better. <laughs> so I'm now going to put in some tomato puree. Um, is it really annoying that I don't measure anything? Is that really annoying for you? Well, I will need approximate yeah. measurements. This for is the about... Coast. Well, I'm... It's flying everywhere. I'm basically just going to put in what I've got. Normally, I would put in about a tablespoon yeah, of tomato puree. That, that'll probably be about a tablespoon. Yeah, maybe a little bit less, but that'll yeah. do. And does that stir around? Yes. So then you end up with this kind of tomato-y, oily, garlic-y sauce. This is not what I expected when you said... How did you say this? Pasta sauce? What would you said a traditional like an amatriciana? I never know if that's yeah. how you say it, but it's basically like pork and tomatoes. Yeah, and there's so much grit at the bottom. From yeah, so the, all the perfect. tomatoes will soak that up. Yeah, it's a bit like when you make gravy. Yeah, use the kind of that's all the good, the good stuff. Yeah, does your partner cook? He does. He cook. He makes good overnight oats. He does a good breakfast. Okay. He's <laughs> got to be careful. He's going to listen. Isn't yeah, he? he's a great cook and just anything you'd just like a to great say to all-round guy. Yeah, yeah. he's handsome. Uh, he's so handsome, so funny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, Good. Anyway, well we're going to put in some chopped tomatoes. Okay, so this is just store brand. This chopped is tomato. store brand chopped tomatoes in juice. Okay. Yeah, 
And I get chopped rather than plum. Okay. And what's what's the difference? The plum is kind of... They're like whole. Yeah. So, you know, you want and then it you kind, kind of... you mash them. Yeah. So I'll either put two or three cans in this. And this will serve kind of maybe six. Yeah. Or I'll do it for us and then I'll freeze some and have it... Oh, and it works well frozen. Yeah. So it's you're... Really, yeah. Frozen. You're not one of these people who insists that... Tin tomatoes need to come from Italy? Um, no. <laughs> Obviously not. <laughs> no one tell, no one tell my grandma. <laughs> no one tell, do you know what? If, if, if like the really expensive Italian ones were on offer, I'll buy them. Yeah. But if not, I don't think you can taste that much of a difference. I really, in this moment, I really wish I could say, oh, I can taste a difference, but I really, I can't. I think if they, if they, if you're blindfolded, there's no way you would know. Because it's what it goes agree. with. Maybe if you were eating it out of the can, you could taste the difference. Yeah. If you were the kind of person who would just eat tinned tomatoes from the tin. If you were that kind of person. If you were that kind of person. <laughs> and we all know one of those people. <laughs> yeah, he just eats chopped tomatoes from the can. He's crazy like that. that actually sounds kind of gross. <laughs> so this doesn't get Something any sugar true. or anything in it? No, we'll get salt. Okay. Um, but I, I kind of wait for it to cook down a bit. Yeah, first. and then that sweetens... Sweetens it all up. Yeah, so I don't put, there's no sugar in it. So once I have put in the tomato puree and the chopped tomatoes, stir it all around so you're getting that. Can you see how the brown has now come off the bottom yeah. of the pan? Yeah, beautiful. So that's all gone into the sauce. And then I will bring it up to the boil. So when you go, so sorry, bring it up to a boil and then. I'll bring it up to the boil and then I'll let it simmer for about, for at least an hour. Yeah. The longer the better. So sometimes yeah. I would put this on in the morning and then just leave it simmering all day. Amazing. So the thicker it gets, the better. So will you just leave it on the stove? You don't put it in a slow cooker or anything? No, I just leave it on the stove. Will you leave it on the stove and leave the house? No. Okay. Is <laughs> that a trick just, question? No. No, it's not. It's not You failed. Question. No. <laughs> I'm out. No, it's just... Um, I'm just curious. So if I had to go and do school run or something, I would just turn it off and then put it back on when I got back in. Okay. I wouldn't leave it cooking. Because um, actually, even when you let it cool down, it thickens up a bit and then you yeah. can heat it up. I kind of think the longer it takes you to cook, the better. Yeah. So. I absolutely agree. Although, that being said, my blog is all about super quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah this one maybe isn't one for blogging. But it's super quick if you make loads of it and then have it. Yeah. Like this well, would last us for three days. And it's days. great to have a meal that you can make and then pull out. Yes. But that is actually better when you keep pulling it out. Yeah. Because something, you know, like a quick, easy meal that you make in the moment, yeah. you have to take that time to yeah. still make it. Yeah. Whereas if you have, you know, time after the school run to come and... Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it gets trickier when, when totally. you've got a full-time job. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you can't. So I would just, and like with this, so I will probably, when this is cooked, I will take away half the sauce and freeze just the sauce or put half the sauce in the freezer. And then all you need to do is cook pasta. Yeah, that's easy. And that's so easy. Yeah, that's easily done. So I won't cook enough pasta for all of that sauce. I'll just, just cook do. the pasta we're going to have. Yeah. Um, so in terms of your culinary heritage, mm. mostly Italian. Yes. And... British, but do you, is there something that is from your British culinary heritage that you like? That's probably, that's probably the whole like cockles thing. Yeah. You so know, just seafood. Yeah. So my maternal grandparents, 
that was like the Italian influence. Mm -hmm. And then my paternal grandparents, who are still around, they are London-born and bred. They were the ones that took us to South End every weekend. You know, it's all about like pie and mash and yeah. seafood and, um, and do you eels. Make... Eels. I remember eating jelly deals. Like I would have jelly deals as a kid all the time, and eat the jelly. Oh wow! Yeah, and my like my grandma would always cook fish, and Je- jelly yeah, eels. Yeah, jellied that... eels. And that everything doesn't was in sound amazing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just this kind of really. I don't know how jelly, you describe it. So I've so never jelly deal. So it's like cooked eel, and then it's set in jelly. And it, it does it does it create its own jelly? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, I guess so. But it's but it just tastes really kind of sea like. Yeah. Would you eat that now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm glad you're not, making this. Probably, probably <laughs> not, not right this moment, just as a snack. <laughs> yeah, let me get my jelly deals out the fridge. <laughs> Myself, <laughs> just keep them in the garden. Yeah, we have an eel pond out there, which <laughs> always get my partner to bring an eel out in the morning. <laughs> oh God, that sounds really dodgy. <laughs> we don't want to talk about his eel. Yeah, no, let's um, let's not. This is a family podcast. It's a family show. <laughs> I'm sorry. His jelly eel. <laughs> Habito is a free online mortgage broker that takes the stress out of getting a mortgage. Whether you're buying a brand new home or want to save money on your current mortgage, Habito can help. They use cutting-edge technology to find you the best deal on the market, then manage your entire application for you, so you'll have time to think about other things, like planning the renovation of your dreams, getting inspired by Insta-worthy interiors, or simply counting the pennies you've saved. Want to sort out your mortgage after dinner as you relax with your favorite podcast? Well, they have brokers available every evening and at weekends to accommodate your schedule. Go to Habito.com to find out how much you can borrow or save all for free. That's Habito.com. Because from I had heard about hypnobirthing mm-hmm. <clears throat> before I had Charlotte my daughter. Charlotte and us were the same age, right? Yeah, Charlotte. She's in year three. Yeah, Charlotte's seven and a half. Yeah. Um, and I'd heard about hypnobirthing, but I heard about it like in the same breath as orgasmic birth. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> I feel like if I thought that were a real possibility to just orgasm through birth. I, I do think it's a possibility. I do think it's possible. Well, then why aren't you trying to do that? Well, I, I think that... I'm so confused. How is that even possible? It depends on which hormones you're producing when you give birth. I think birth is a very, very sacred, intimate, yeah. feminine experience. And each body is different and, and each body produce is different, different ho- but hormones. But we've medicalised it and we've made it quite a masculine experience. Mm-hmm. If you look at you know, birth in the Western world, it's become this thing that's managed by men. Mm-hmm. And that takes the whole feminine energy out of birth. Mm-hmm. And... I think actually part of the journey to a better birthing world is making it more feminine. Mm-hmm. I mean, and how would that happen? What would that look like? So, well, hypnobirthing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's funny. People always ask me, what is your hope for hypnobirthing? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you hope hypnobirthing is? And I'm always like, well, I hope it's not a thing. I don't want hypnobirthing to be a thing. I think this should be normal birth education. Yeah. Because actually the word hypnobirthing massively puts you off. 
Because you think you're going to be hypnotised. You think you're going to be hypnotised. You mm -hmm. think someone's going to have a pocket watch. You think someone's going to be clicking fingers at mm -hmm. you. You think you're going to be in a trance or you're going to be out of control. Do you think it needs to be renamed? Well, there's, the problem is, because it's now gaining popularity, mm -hmm. it's what people are searching for. Yeah. So in Australia, it's called calm birthing. That's... Which is so much better. That's perfect. Because it's much more appealing. I mean, when I did hypnobirthing, it was my other half, actually, who said we should do hypnobirthing. I was like, there's no way I'm going to hypnobirthing. And he's like, well, I think we should, because, I, you know, you're really anxious. And, mm -hmm. um, and I thought it was just going to be a bunch of people holding hands and seeing something. Mm -hmm. or, I don't know, it really freaked me out. Howling at the moon. Yeah, <laughs> and actually it was so logical and so scientific, and I found that hugely reassuring. And I think if you feel like you were out of control or you weren't involved in the things that happened or the choices yeah. that were made, that's hugely disempowering. Yeah. Whereas actually, if you understand what's happening and you think, okay, well, these are my choices now, this has been suggested because of this, mm -hmm. and you actually feel like you're an active participant yeah. rather than this kind of bystander. Well, that's life, isn't it, too? If you feel totally. like you have some control totally. in anything then it's it's calming and you don't yeah. act out. Okay, what else are you putting in there? I'm putting in garlic, garlic pepper. Can I carry this dog? Yeah. Will you let me carry him like yeah, this? Yeah, he would let you wear him in a papoose. Really? Yeah, he'd go in a pram probably. I, <laughs> so this is garlic what? So this is garlic pepper, so it's like black I've pepper. I've never heard of garlic so this pepper. Is, my mum always used to use it. It's like really old fashioned. Garlic pepper. Yeah. Schwarz. Garlic Schwarz. pepper. Um, but it's... Can I smell it? Yeah, it's got chilli in as well. So it's, it's chilli, garlic and black pepper. Yeah, it literally smells like... Yeah, those things. <laughs> Both of those things. <laughs> Don't know what I was expecting. <laughs> Funny, isn't it? <laughs> How things smell like the ingredients. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I've just put... And is that part of the original recipe? Yes. Was yes. garlic pepper? Yeah, so I, I mean, I remember my granny having the, like this, these jars of this as well. So you've already put in loads of garlic. Yeah. Does the dried garlic, it adds a je ne sais quoi? Yeah. Just more garlicky, yeah. really. <laughs> just adds more garlic. And so if now you, that you can If see, you don't have garlic pepper, you could just literally... You could just put black pepper in, because you've already got garlic in there. Yeah. I think that's just, that's just what I use, because yeah. okay. that's what my mum has used, and my grandma. Um, so I'm going to... You're putting it on an even smaller... On a super, smaller super low heat. Burner. So you brought it all up to a boil, you brought it down to a simmer for yeah. like 15 minutes, and now you're bringing it down even more. Even more, yeah. So you, you can see how it's thickening, thickening up. Yeah. And it will depend how much you're cooking in terms of how long to leave it for, because you just kind of want it to get nice and thick. Yeah. Without burning. Mm -hmm. You don't want it to be boiling. Okay. You just, just want it to be really simmering. Light yeah. Simmer. This dog is making me want to get a dog. Just don't like me. <laughs> I love you. We can snuggle, but I didn't like the taste of your tongue. We will. Shall we put? I might put the pan on for the pasta because I do want the pasta to sit in the sauce for a while. Okay, so you it continues simmering with no, the pasta. No, I would take it off. The, I would take it off the heat. But okay. I would leave the pasta to absorb a bit of the sauce. So do you slightly undercook the pasta? Yeah. Okay. And this is a thing that people don't do in America, the boiling water in a kettle and then putting really? it in the pot. Mm -hmm. Doesn't it take ages though? Yeah. Yes, it's like, it's like watching water boil. <laughs> Literally. I'm gonna, so okay, so just for you, I'm gonna put water in it as well. 
just so that you feel like we're doing it properly. Oh, thanks. Well, now I only use the Not kettle. Sure. It, oh, do you? Yeah. You've just gone all. You've it, gone all British. Well, it just it makes <laughs> sense, doesn't it? It does make things a lot quicker. Yeah. Well, because people in America don't have an electric kettle because they don't drink tea like water. Oh. So it's super rich, isn't it? That is already delicious. Yeah, it's good. You can taste in, in the best way possible. You can <laughs> taste the, um, the fat. Yes, you can. It tastes porky. Porky. <laughs> it tastes porky. Is that a word? Porky. Right. Well, it is now. Yeah. Very much so. <laughs> Don't think porky. Uh, we could easily go down the wrong path with yeah, porking. Yeah, with the eels. <laughs> We don't want to go back there. I'm going to see if the water's boiling. Uh-huh. It, is it is boiling. It is. Okay. Do you put olive oil in water when it's boiling? When you're I going do sometimes. Pasta? It's just kind of whatever I'm feeling at the moment. So you always so, do. I do. Yeah. I think it stops the pasta sticking. Yeah. So. And you've just done like a teaspoon, like not very much not salt. Not very much. And then a bit of salt. So what kind of spaghetti do you use? Are you particular? So, yeah, I always buy, how do you say that? Checho? De checho. De checo. De checo. De checo. That's, this is what I use. I think it's, it's quite, it's fat spaghetti. Yeah. I don't okay. like, I, I don't like thin spaghetti. What, thin spaghetti is called? No, not angel hair, not angel that. Angel hair, I Yeah, not that hair. thin. That's not it. <laughs> Very hair, angel hair. You know, one of those fine beings with the fine hair. So I am going to boil this. So you're just doing a handful. Now, What's your system for measuring pasta? Um, I don't have a system. <laughs> it's just taking a punt. And okay. I do something which you will hate. Okay, tell me. And my grandma would hate as well. Okay. I always break the pasta in half. I sometimes do that. Oh, do you? Sometimes. My kids love winding it up though, so I... So, yeah, this is how I do it. Because that way it doesn't hang halfway out of the pot oh, no. and like... I just feel like it's easier. Yeah. I don't hate that. Okay. I love that. So I'm going to cook quite a lot because my son will have some of this later. Yeah. And your partner, does he like your cooking? Yeah, although <laughs> he pretends he's vegan in the week. What? Um... He pretends he's vegan. He's not, really. Pretends? Yeah, he kind of likes to think he's vegan in the week. He'd really like to be vegan, but he... But he likes meat too much. Well, no, he, he, I just cook meat, and he eats the food I cook, so it kind of doesn't really work for him. Um, so he is quite into... He's really sporty. Yeah. And does, like, ultra running and stuff like that. And um, he, he's really into like health yeah and so he's listened to all these podcasts and watched all these shows about being vegan and he loves the idea of being vegan yeah but he doesn't quite have the commitment to see it through <laughs> so oh. he will i mean he will have this for dinner tonight well oh wow so you're feeding a vegan pork well, belly think... <laughs> for dinner yeah yeah so, essentially <laughs> that's exactly what's happening um so when he's at work he so he, yeah, he'll, he'll eat vegan during the day at work. So he would buy, he wouldn't buy meat. And he, where does he work? Like in the in city? Soho. In Soho. Yeah. So he just. So there's plenty that he can have. He always goes out for lunch. He, yeah. 
yeah, he wouldn't take stuff in, so he'd go and get something. But there's loads of, I mean, there's really good vegan food in town, right? Yeah. Um, and, I mean, at the weekend, he'll have a bacon sandwich. So at the weekends, he's not interested in being vegan. So... Essentially, he would just like to eat less milk, um, meat and yeah. dairy. So, but instead of saying that, he... So, I mean, it's not a bad system. No. Because if you can be good throughout the week and eat the way you want to be eating... Yeah. And then on the weekends, you know, indulge. Yeah. Yes. That's that's not a bad thing. So I'm just putting a timer on. So we'll do 10 minutes. And what's the recommended for this? 12. So it's recommended 12. Yeah. You're doing it for 10 and then you'll put it in the sauce. Yes. So I'm just going to taste this sauce again. It's my favorite bit. I could just eat the whole thing like this. I know. Just eat it by the spoonful. When it, just when it thickens up, it just gets better and better. Oh, it's so good. Is it? Mm. I mean, I would say that. Mm. It's just so good. Like, I love garlic. I love tomato. There are so many different flavors going on there. It's so, it, it tastes like it's been cooking for like days. Yes. It's so rich. I like, I want to sing. It's so good. Sing? No, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> um. So your, my favorite one of your recipes is your a one pot mac and cheese mac and cheese so oscar yeah. loves that that's amazing I our love whole family that. love that Yay. like that's our go-to like one pot meal. yeah so that for me is it's like proper comfort food as well yes like i'm amazed it worked when me i first too. when i first read the recipe i thought there's no way that's gonna that's yeah. gonna work yeah that's that's how i <laughs> Well, the first time I made it, I was like, I'm going to have to throw this out. Because normally you have like five pans or something on the go for yeah. like all your, the sauces and the pasta and, you know, yeah. if you're doing vegetables with it as well. And I've gone back now and made the really difficult version of homemade mac and cheese just mm. to see if it compared. Yeah. I actually like the one pot yeah. better. And your trick of putting, so you used to just put cauliflower in it. Yeah. You can't see it. Yes. Such a good idea. Yeah. And if you like, if you grate it. Yeah. Then. Yeah. It doesn't exist. Gone. Yes. I tried cooking courgette. Mm. Or what do they call it in America? Zoodles? Or zucchini? Because the courgette in America oh, is zucchini. zucchini. So z- zucchini noodles, zoodles. But zoodles, we call it like courgette, that. right? Yeah, yeah. So do you have a spiralizer? No, but I did buy some already spiralized. Oh, okay. And I Fine. cooked them and they just disintegrated. <laughs> In with the sauce, with the in the water that I was cooking them in. Oh, they just fell apart completely. Yeah, I mean, luckily I was making a hunger pot one pot thing, so it all just it, the veg is all in, the in same there. Place. Yeah, but you just couldn't couldn't see any of it. It just completely melted. And I thought, actually, that's a really good tip that courgette will just disintegrate. Yeah, <laughs> into your food. It's hidden vegetables. Yeah. It's hidden. So are you a believer in hidden hidden vegetables? Um, well, I think it's better than no vegetables. Yeah. So, but, you know, there's that. I'd rather, I would really like my children to like vegetables mm-hmm. and not think it's like a punishment. Mm-hmm. Um, but my, what I've actually found is that my son just prefers raw veg. Yeah, done. So I just, and it's healthier, like, Why am I it? trying to make you like this in the way I like it? If you like it raw, have it raw. Yeah. It's better for you, right? Yeah, because you haven't cooked out any of yeah. the nutrients and it has that nice fiber in it. Yeah. So we're going to drain the pasta. You know, one of my other favorite pasta dishes to make is carbonara. <gasps> I 
I love like carbonara. Proper carbonara. Yes. Is that um, a recipe you've gotten from your grandma as well? No, it's just, I mean, it, I literally just use egg and parmesan. Really? Yes. Just so the a yolk or, an, carbonara. or a full egg? A full egg, um, whisked up, and, or maybe two full eggs whisked up, and then I mix in grated parmesan with that, and then when I cook the pasta, drain off the water, but I keep quite a lot of the starchy water, mm -hmm. and then put the pasta back in the pan, put the salt, put the egg and the cheese on, and just keep stirring so the egg doesn't kind of scramble, mm -hmm. and then add the starchy water, so it's really quite loose. That's how you make a proper carbonara. It's got no cream or anything in. Because I, I went to a restaurant the other day and got a carbonara and it just tasted like cream and it was not. Sh I mean, there should be no cream. Nice. There is no cream in a carbonara, traditionally. <laughs> Italians don't make um, carbonara with cream. Yeah, it's just the richness of the egg. Yeah, and it's just the, the egg and water. the cheese and the starchy water. So it should almost be clear, like it's like this yellow, clear yellowy kind of yeah. sauce. So and then loads of black pepper. I thought that carbonara was meant to just be the yolk, though. Maybe it is, but I don't think they, having a whole egg makes that much, much of a difference. difference. Yeah. Um, I'm going to try that. I have a recipe that I do for pea carbonara, which mm. is kind of a hidden vegetable yeah. situation, but it makes this beautiful, bright green sauce, which is fun. Because I, I like cool. to just have the veg and the food. The veg and the food. The veg and the And the real food. And, and the real food. <laughs> Not the veg. <laughs> All together, just because it's easier. Okay, so you're putting the sauce into, into the pasta. Into the pasta, not yeah. the pasta, into the sauce. Exactly, because I'm going to keep some of the sauce, yeah. So when you serve this, do yeah. you do a vegetable on the side, or no. you just the tomatoes? So my, my mum and my grandma always would serve it with Milano salami. Really? Yeah. Like so thin slices of salami on the side? So they would buy it from the deli and just like, like thick chunks of like Milano salami. Please tell me you have some of that in your I fridge. don't. Oh, I wish I did. Um, <laughs> and so you you would take a bite of pasta and then pick it up with your hands? Yeah. Pick the salami up and just... Yeah, or just or have, it with the, or have it with the pasta. Or like chop like it up and yeah. put it in the, yeah. in the pasta. So, I, so yeah, so my mum would never have done it. She would never have heated it. She'd have just like just the salami raw and had it. Whereas my grandma might have put it in the sauce. While she's cooking it? No, at the end. Like, so they wouldn't... at the end. They wouldn't huh. cook with it. It just like, it would just be like an accompaniment. Yeah, as a garnish. Yeah, kind of. As it were. And so you wouldn't do, you wouldn't do a vegetable, do you do bread or anything? It's just, it's a one pot. Yeah. Not one pot, but it's a, this it is, is what it is. I don't think, I just, nothing makes it better. Yeah. In my opinion. <laughs> So as you're plating this, yeah. it looks mostly like pasta yeah, and not so much. Because when you first started, I was thinking this was going to be like hunks and hunks Very of meat on top. So they will, be, they will put meat on top. But this, you're plating up a lot of food. Am I? Yeah. Is this a lot? <laughs> it's kind of a lot. Well, do you know what? Whatever I we mean, don't it eat. it looks delicious. Whatever we don't eat, we just put back in. Okay. You see? Home cooking. And that's, that's how we roll. So now... My mouth so is watering so much right now. Let's go in. Oh, I can't wait. Okay, shall we go sit down? Yeah. Oh my goodness, this looks so good. Hopefully it is. You've been tasting it. That's, that's often one of my biggest tips is when people ask me for cooking tips, which I think Taste. is funny because I'm not a chef. I just love to eat. Yeah. But I say, well, if you're going to do one thing differently, taste, taste it throughout, yeah. like what you've done, because then you can... 
monitor. Okay, so we put cheese on top? Yes, you okay. go in. Okay, cheese. That's enough. I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> like that, a little bit of that. Is that really all you're having? That's very modest. Oh, is it? I was only joking. Well, then I'll do more. Like that? I mean... You're God. doing a lot. Is yeah. this a competition? It's just... I mean, it's, it's cheese, isn't it? Okay. The pasta is perfectly cooked. Mm. Still got a bit of bite. And what's the slight spiciness? The chilli and the garlic pepper. Mmm. That is such a high. I'm going to have a piece of... I'm going to have a... Yeah, try the meat. Mmm. It's tasty, huh? That is really... Really nice. Well done. Thanks. <laughs>